Welcome to Into the Smowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. I am your host, Dion McKeg, and joining me as always, he is the Grace Hancock to my spoiler, Jay Washington. Ooh. What are you doing, Luke? How you feeling? I'm doing great. Honestly, hearing you say Grace Hancock every week just brings a smile to my face because she is bringing so much joy and happiness to the Schmodown universe. Yeah, she has been doing that for a lot of people. Not so much me because I have disagreed with her choice against Christian and against Clark Wolf. But as I said at the top of the show, spoiler, Jay Washington got a very, very, very big promotion. But... We'll be talking about that later in the week. But also, before we even start the actual show, I wanted to let everybody know that I posted a TikTok that I think a lot of our fans, because this is the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and podcast feed, I feel like they would be interested. I did a TikTok about Chris Terrio and Zack Snyder revealing the original selection of titles for batman v superman dawn of justice because chris terrio did not like that title and they revealed some of the other titles that they threw out so if you want to get an idea of what some of the other titles were go over to my tiktok at mystery Mac and yeah go go watch does that mean i have to go watch your tiktok now only that one only that one if you want to see other acting challenges you can go on and watch um, some of my acting challenges. But for that one, for a geek-related one, yeah, you got to go to my TikTok to see what two other titles I specifically talk about that could have been the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice title. But anyway, this is Into the Smodown Galaxy. This isn't talk about the DCEU or the MCU. We got to talk about the Smodown. So, Luke, since this is the Smodown, and since we always have a normal first topic, introduce everyone to rookie of the week because that's our first topic who is our rookie of the week rookie of the week is beth may yes beth may the woman the lady the female that was taking the smowdown facebook fan page well the smowdown facebook page by storm when she introduced us all to herself with her first audition tape that she put on facebook and then She did a second one, put it on there, and everyone was loving it. I, for one, even put on her audition tape that every single person that's been doing, releasing their audition tape is just following you. They are copying you. Because I thought that was very innovative. I Honestly, I thought that was very innovative of what she was doing. And then she released the third one right before it was announced that she was going into the draft. And then she got drafted to the quirky mercs but we already know all all of that what do we not know well she is a writer of many poems she even wrote a poem collection called the immortal soul salvage yard yes i haven't actually sat down and read it i don't think i have it sorry beth but i've heard a lot of great reviews on it a lot of great poems have been in it. But she's also a member of the Dungeon and Daddies podcast, which for everyone out there is a D&D, I dropped my pen, but it is a D&D podcast where people like Freddie Young, Freddie Wong come together and play Dungeons and Dragons. And the players mainly play as dads, including Beth May. She plays a dad. And is, is it a dad or a daddy? No. There is a I'm not difference. even answering it. I'm not even answering that. It's, it's they're just dads. There, there, there's, there's a difference. Dads. I know there's a difference, and I'm ignoring it for right now. And it's just dads. But anyway, okay, see, sure. you've got to clarify the difference between a dad and a daddy. So I want I, to make sure that you. I know. I understand. I had a girlfriend at one point. Oh, it was a long time ago. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk no. about what called you. <laughs> no, I refused it. I legitimately <laughs> refused it. Anyway, she also has a YouTube channel out there for the people who do not know. Beth May does have a YouTube channel. It is 
her name, Beth May. And I saw a few of her videos, her reciting poetry. So if you want to listen to some of her poetry, her performing her own poetry, go over to the Beth May YouTube channel. And yeah, that's Beth May. She's also a very funny person. She's also a screenwriter as well and a playwright. So yeah, Beth May. Awesome. Looking forward to what she does this week. That's why I chose her. It was her. Look, for this week, Rookie of the Week, I wasn't going to choose Jacoby and Jacob because we already did a piece on them. So it was either Beth or Jessica. And we haven't done Beth yet. And she was sort of the forefront of posting the audition tapes on the Smodown Facebook page. So I wanted to give Beth a little love. So Beth, Beth May, you are a Rookie of the Week. Do you know do you know if she will play in anything but singles? I don't. It would be interesting, but I don't know. Like I don't want to say because she plays Dungeons and Dragons she's going to be an inner geekdom, but there's a likelihood because I mean I, again, I don't want to say Dungeons and Dragons is automatically geeky, but it is. Well, so I mean the fact that half the actors recently who are in the movies do Dungeons and Dragons recently. Bro, I want to play Dungeons and Dragons with Joe Manganello. It's probably never going to oh, happen, yes. but I would love it. Look, well, or to any of our fans out there, if you play Dungeons and Dragons and you want to like run a game, let's go. Let's go. I want to play d and I haven't played it in a long time. Could we do a Zoom D&D? Oh, man, we'd, ha- you'd, we'd have to pay for Zoom for that. <laughs> Well, I got to do that anyway, so... Yeah. But yeah, Beth May, we are looking forward to everything you do with the Smodown. This this entire highlight on Beth has turned into, like, talking about D&D and all that, which well, is awesome. I've never played D&D, and that's something I've always wanted to, and I it's, it's a community I've always wanted to get into, but I've never... It, it's an... <sighs> It's very hard to get it's in that community. It's so fun. I know. It's so it's, fun. I don't know anyone in my area who play other than you, and it's... I, well, I, okay, I, how about this? How about this? You gather up some of your friends, and I will DM the game for you. I will run it, and you guys can play. Fine, I'll have to do it one day. I'd like to. It's something, you know, it has, games like that. It has to be a day where you and I are both off work. I also need to play Risk against you one day. No, I yeah. have heard all the stories. Anyway, what stories have you heard about me on Risk? Look, we have segued too far away from talking about Beth. We went from Beth to D and D to Risk. So <laughs> Beth May, we're looking forward to seeing you play in singles. Maybe you'll play in IG. I don't know. I just know that you're a funny person. I laugh at all of your audition tapes because you were so funny. I can't wait to see what sort of comedy you bring to your matches. All right. So the next section we have on the list is the impressive player of the week. Yes, our player of the week is the major salute. Thomas Harper. Ah, he he was awesome plus i love the fact i got to do some cool artwork this week yeah Yeah, you got to do like for all the people that are look looking at this right now that's some impressive artwork i think it's that side am i pointing it right you're yeah it is right there excuse me it is right there that is impressive artwork and editing and coloring luke has just been on top notch with all these pieces of art well i want to change it up each week i was lazy some weeks and I'm just like I don't like being lazy with art anymore because then I look back and I'm like Ugh, why did I do that I should have put some work into it so with Thomas Harper I was like I want this to look mystical something with galaxy but we're also dealing with Star Wars so I wanted something out of this world so that's why you, I went with the blue color so you're saying you wanted to make it from a galaxy far, far away. Hmm. Oh, yes. And so yes. I love the mystical side of it. I love the coloring. I just enjoy doing this type of artwork now. I will continue doing more things like this as the show keeps going on. If someone would like me to do 
an artwork like this or do some editing or a Smowdown competitor that would like just something cool for their cover photo, I'd love to because if you look at Christian Harloff's profile picture, it was me. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome that your artwork is his, is his um, profile photo on Twitter. That's it amazing. It still is. It still is. Yeah. The reason why we're sort of diverting talking about Thomas Harper right now is because of what our match of the week is, which that's a spoiler. Adam Witt and Thomas Harper is our match of the week, but we'll talk about that after we reveal who our pick for manager of the week is. This was an interesting one. We went back and forth on this because we mm-hmm. really struggled this week, but the manager of the week is Kate Mulligan. General Kate Mulligan salute. Yep. General Kate Mulligan is our manager of the week. The Facebook page chose Kaiser, interestingly. I... Oh, who, what was his match? I can't... Adam Witt and John Flickinger. Or it was not... No, uh, Jeffrey Kahn and John Flickinger. I know, but like the two matches that he met. He managed Adam oh, Witt oh. and he managed John Flickinger. That is weird that... Man, that's I. I guess I get it because he he had two matches, but he lost his players lost both of yeah. them. Yeah, but and, like you were very adamant on not picking Winston because yeah. of the potential challenge that Long could have we'll, had. And we'll talk more about that. In, yeah, we talked about that. But match. I'd like you were adamant. That. You were adamant about not having Winston. I was adamant about not having Tom Dagnino. So we chose Kate. But yeah. not because it was like, ah, Kate's the only other option. It's like, no, Kate managed Thomas very well I mean, in, in I mean, the match way. of the week. I mean, if you think of it this way, Kate ma- managed a rookie, and Thomas Harper played great. Yeah. That was the first right. time he played. Yeah, and now we transition, we segue to match of the week, which match. is, of course, Adam Wett versus Thomas Harper. So... Going into this match, they they had a funny cut scene at the beginning of Kaiser and Adam studying and Thomas hacking his way into the study session. And all I was thinking was, wait, isn't that illegal even for a military man? Honestly, Thomas Harper, wow, he impressed me on the mic. Yeah. He, even though, I don't know, he just kind of gives you that feel where... He knows exactly what he's doing. Alex Damon and Wow, who is the champion at the moment? Andrew Demolanta. Andrew De- Demolanta have got to watch their backs. Yeah. I think Thomas but, Harper is someone who's coming after him. Yeah, but we can't forget Thomas Harper was from Dragon Con. Yes. He I I feel like he won a Dragon Con. He did. He did. He won a Dragon Con. But we can't also forget Marie Wilson was also from Dragon Con and she beat Thomas Harper. Look, yeah. I'm going to be. Look, I know compared to how Marie played and how Thomas played, Thomas was a whole lot better because I don't think he missed a question. No, he didn't. I think he went to multiple choice once, but I'd have to double check. Yeah. Was, but he went to multiple choice once, but wow, he was impressive. Yeah, and now, going through, like, play-by-play of the match, I I watched the match yesterday. I don't have it all remembered, but Thomas came out of round number one, the perfect round, and I believe he got the bonus as well. Yes, yes, he did. And Adam was behind by two. Yes. Because Adam had nine, and Thomas had 11. Adam so Adam impressed me this match. Yeah, Adam really did good. It just... Any other match, this would have been a win for Adam, oh, yeah. but Thomas was just coming to play. He was he was determined to play. He was determined to win. Adam Witt, to me, in this one, proved how good of a competitor he really is. Yeah. And I believe Thomas went first in round two. Or did he go second? I, I couldn't tell you yes or no. Yeah. Look, look people, it's been a while. I watched this match last Monday. I, there was, it was mm-hmm. a weird Schmodown week. Not gonna lie. This was a typical normal Schmodown week. 
Not again, like Thomas Harper and Adam Wade is our match of the week because both players impressed. Both of them, like it was down to the last question, like skipping all the way to the end of Wade versus Harper. It was down to the last question for Adam Wade. And I think it was only off, they were only off by one point. Like it was a one point game, I think. Yeah, yeah. It it came down to the wire. Uh, yeah, it, if Adam would have gotten his question right, because he missed his five-pointer, if he would have gotten it right, it would have been thrown back to Thomas, and I feel like Thomas would have gotten it. Or wait, did, Wars, is that they, what happened? These Star Wars questions are kicking my tail. I didn't even try. I, I, I've, I've stopped. Honestly, I said... After question one, I was like, nope. I think I, Star Wars questions, I just sit back and I'm in awe. I mean... They, yeah. they put me in such a perspective. I'm just like, I would never be able to know this type of information for Star Wars. Not this deep. Your my girl? Your yes. I was a girlfriend. It was your wife. Your my wife would. She scares me with how well she does. What we're saying, Christian, and everyone out the schmodown, his wife needs to play in Star Wars. The problem is my wife would not do well due to the fact she she is great with the original trilogy and probably the prequels. But the newer movies, she has not watched them as much. So Hey, study, 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 study. <sighs> That's Clone Wars as well. That's the 2008 Clone Wars movie as well. By the way, I think that was one of the questions. Oh, I know. When did the Clone Wars come out? Yeah, yes, 2008. That was a, one of the questions. And I just know that. <laughs> So, but yeah, this was this was a very strong match, strong performance by Thomas Harper, and I believe you may need to correct me. Don't bring up the bracket. Don't bring up the bracket. I know you already like have it somewhere. I believe Thomas Harper is representing the Den in yes. this tournament. So, whoever he's going up against in the tournament, wait, who is he going up against? Because I know you have the bracket somewhere. I'll I'll just pull it up. My face is going away though. <laughs> The he is playing Eric Whiteley. So oh no. I'm sorry, Eric, but oh no. Ugh. Oh no. So yeah, that's gonna be a fun match, question mark. Some brutal, Which I'm, maybe some death. Um maybe a lightsaber to the face. A lightsaber to the face? This is a PG thirteen franchise. Hey, didn't say you there was blood. True. Well, then again. I say it's a PG-13 franchise, and Kylo Ren did lightsaber to the face someone in The and, Last Jedi, I think. And Darth Vader did slice Obi-Wan in half. True. And Anyway. Yeah, he, yeah that's Star Wars, everybody. Adam, Thomas Harper, like, fantastic player. Yeah. Yep. Anything uh, else you want to add to this match? Uh, Just, honestly, Thomas Harper... Is a great competitor. I just like him on the mic. I would love to get to know the dude just personally in real life. Like, if he would ever want to be on this show, I would let him in a heartbeat just because I enjoy him. Look, if anyone wants to be on this show, they are all allowed in a heartbeat. The only difficulty would be the people who live in different countries. That would be the only, like, I'm oh, uh, scheduling. What time is it over there compared to here? But like our big, uh, like our big fan Taylor Robinson lives yeah. in Australia, so we're like, oh, um, time zones. One day, I'd love to interview Taylor Robertson because she might be my favorite person in the world in general on Twitter. In general, I love her to death. By the way, I was seeing a lot of, and now everyone, we're officially done talking about match of the week. Um, I've been, I saw a lot of Jared Haybon and Taylor Robinson like Schmodown related stuff being released on Twitter. And I thought they'd release like a schedule and like they were playing one on one against each other. But like I didn't see a schedule announced anywhere. So I'm confused. I have not seen anything of her upcoming matches. I'm so ready for her to play. Look, I, I don't care. Look, she you're over, this. I just want to see her watch, play. Look, you're over there praising Grace Hancock, making these schedules. Hey, Grace Hancock. Schedule Taylor Robinson for an IG match. Then I'll be impressed. If all of a sudden, 
She they announced Taylor Robinson in an IG match for this month. I'm going to flip out. I'm like, I'm though I said I would praise you, I am not. <laughs> I'm just ready. I mean, yeah, I'm ready to see what Taylor can do. I want to see how much she's improved, and plus, she's with the Finstock Exchange, which, based off of this week as well, they've been doing very well. We'll we'll dive into that more. All yeah. right, what's our next? But second? anyway. We have one small bit of news. It is small, but also big at the same time. And that is on the Fat Man Beyond show with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin, Christian Harloff was a guest. Ooh. And Christian announced that Kevin Smith, they did announce, they did not announce Kevin Smith's opponent, but they but Christian announced that Kevin Smith will be in a number one contendership match. And if he wins and becomes 4-0, he will be playing Dan sometime in August. So, yeah. Are you shocked by that? No. Me either. It's, I'm, how the only thing that I'm hoping for, because Kevin Smith right now is ranked number 10. So stuff is going to happen in May and maybe even at the free-for-all that causes people that are ranked above him to go down or stay up or, stuff like that, but I'm looking forward to seeing who Kevin could go up against and if he will go up against Dan Merle, because if he does, he'll be, man, I would be, I would be thinking to myself, Kevin, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope you're good enough for Dan. Honestly, I'm not going to put anything past Kevin Smith. Yeah. Even though Christian Harloff said it right, Dan Merle is the Michael Jordan of the movie trivia showdown. Oh. I know I know a certain outlaw would disagree with Dan being called Michael Jordan, but to that outlaw, I say to you, how many times have you won the belt? <laughs> oh, Dan Merle to me is awesome. I I have yeah. loved Dan in every match he's played. Yeah, Dan is a fantastic player. And if we potentially get Kevin Smith versus Dan Merle and it's like the main event of, I don't like a Smodown throwdown or a Smodown versus or Smodown battlefield, I would love it. Oh yeah. I, I say, I say one of those smaller pay-per-views because I don't know when Smodown collision is going to happen. <laughs> I don't know when any of some of these different names happen. I know Spectacular is going to happen in sometime in December. Yes. The question will be if Spectacular happens before Spider-Man or after. Uh, or during. Or during. <laughs> Look, if I want to be shocked, I feel like, uh, hold on, I'm trying to base it on prior knowledge. They usually do Spectacular at least midway through December. So it would be like the last few weeks of December is the end of, there's no matches. So maybe mid, like the second week of December, we'll get spectacular. And I think Spider-Man may come out the third week of December or the first week. So I don't know. I'm trying. Anyway, moving on. Next, we are doing what we always love to do. We are doing predictions for week 10. This is a, this is a fun week. This is going to be a very fun week because the first match we have in singles, excuse me, we have two debuting players. We have Jessica Sloth debuting, representing the Den, versus our aforementioned player, or rookie of the week, Beth May, who is also making her debut, representing the Quaggy Mart Luke. Actually, no, I'll go first because I want you to go first on the next one. I'm going to choose... Just because I want to, I'm choosing Beth May to win. <sighs> Not, I don't have any knowledge on how great Jessica Sloth is as a player. I have no knowledge on how great of a player Beth is. I just want to say Beth because she's she was the first person that auditioned that I got to know. That I got to, when I say got to know, I mean via the Smodown Facebook group. Where I was like, ah! She has a future. I'm looking forward to it. So Beth May is my pick. Luke, who's your pick? I am going to go with Jessica Schloth 
due to the fact of I just want to make it interesting at the end of the year. Even if I don't win by the end of the year our points and our bets, I want it interesting. Speaking of making it interesting, I'm it's already interesting right now because boom, that's all I want to say. Next up for the next match, it will be Jacoby Bancroft debuting for the Stars versus Jacob Blunden. Jacob Blunden debuting for Corruption. Luke, who do you have and why? This is why I wanted you to go first. Uh, wow. If Jacob Blunden was play- playing another... Oh, wow. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Jacoby Bancroft just because I feel like Roxy did a lot of research on her rookies. And I just kind of feel like Roxy's managerial style this year has really worked well with these competitors. She's not had that many matches this year yet. I think the other ones have had a little bit more, but that's just how the weeks have fallen. But I feel Roxy's going to win it this time with Jacoby Bancroft. Okay. So, as you know, I have played in the online trivia leagues with both of these gentlemen. I have played against both of these gentlemen. I played against Jacoby in a team's match. I played against Jacob one-on-one. That's why it's very difficult for me right now. Jacob hasn't played trivia, like, competitively. And I'm not talking about, oh, we're doing a just to test ourselves because we just got – it was just announced that we were in the draft. Jacob hasn't played in a long time, like, almost three years at this point. I think his last match might have been in 2018. Like, that's how long it's been. Whereas Jacoby – I want to say since 2019, 2019 has been consistently playing trivia in the online trivia leagues. So, and also Jacoby can make any weakness his strength, like any strength that his opponent can have. He can make, trust me, he can make any strength his strength. I have seen it in motion and I'm shocked every single time. So, uh, I don't want to bet against Jacob either because I know how he plays. If he's, if he's, if him and Corruption, if Jacob and Corruption have been training very hard, then I could see it go to Jacob. And I don't want to give like Ring Rust a thing because Ring Rust has proven to be false, especially with Mara. Mara, so, but not the other one. I mm, don't give me that. But well, even then, against the other one, it was it wasn't even ring rust. It came down to the last question. I know, I know. But ah, uh, man, but two years is a very not even two like three years is a big ring rust. And Jacoby's just been playing like I have seen him play. Go I've played against man. him. Go off your managers. Don't go off the players. Go off managers in this match. But I have to go off players because both of the managers are good too. Anyway, I'm just gonna say. My pick for this match is Jacoby Bancroft. And it's not because of the managers. It's because of the consistency in how he plays on how he studies. Because trust me, if you give him a weakness, and I've said this every single time we've brought up Jacoby Bancroft, I have said it doesn't matter what you put on your wheel as your strength, Jacoby will make it his strength. He will take his strengths and he will take your strengths and they will be his strengths. I have seen him do it in like, I've seen him do it in singles. I've seen him do it in, in like fandom or geek. And I've even seen, look, I played against him in a TV trivia match and I put on there a um, TV show that he had never seen. Literally, he had never seen it. By the time that match happened and he landed on it, he knew every single question. That's how well he studies. He makes sure that your strength becomes his strength. And for that, I have to say Jacoby. I have to say it's Jacoby. Okay. Well, then let's go to the next match. Yes, the next match. Oh, it is. 
You in singles. Oh, I'm going to pick first. Don't worry. It will be Ben Goddard, 1-0, representing the Den, versus JTE, 9-10, one knockout, representing the Finstock Exchange. Okay. <sighs> so, as we've seen with the Finstock Exchange, whew, yeah, know, they've been right? getting TKOs in almost every single... Let's look, I'm just going to... I'm just. We're just going to look through their past matches. Okay, Khan, King Khan, what do we get? TKO, great, moving on. Um, Griffin Newman, TKO. Ty Lieberman, TKO. Um, so far, the last match, John Roca, TKO. Um, Rick Raddis, TKO. Um, Gold Leader, TKO. Um, what else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Moving on, moving on. Okay, the only match that they have officially lost was the Barbarian. And all the other matches that they won, nope. I believe. Nope. No, the bar- Alex Damon beat the Barbarian. Yes, but you also had your favorite competitor, Brother Lomas, lose. Oh, yeah, Brother Lomas. I forgot about Brother Lomas. There's a reason for it. <laughs> but, like, the past few matches, all of their wins have been via TKO. Yes, but... That being said, yeah. that being said... It's JTE who doesn't know how to spell triceratops or even get it right or doesn't even know how to spell Geppetto correctly. I know a lot of people want us to forget about that, but come on. (laughs) So, um, it's hard for me not to say JTE, but at the same time, Ben Goddard wants it. Ben Goddard, like, you can see him in interviews. You can hear Kate talk about him. He wants it. He wants it really bad. Plus, he's about to team up with Paul Preston, which shows that he wants to be, like, number one. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but I don't know. JTE hasn't played in a year since his match against John Harris. So, mm, okay. Uh, I don't want to put ring rust into this because ring rust has been proven to be false and true. But because there's ring rents against Ben Goddard, too. He hasn't played since the team's tournament. No, he was not in the team's tournament. Oh, that's right. He wasn't. He, he hasn't has played. played before single star- the team's tournament at all. I think he, he did he even play in the, he didn't, did he play in the Geek, Inner Geekdom tournament? Yeah, he got beat by Robert Parker. Okay. Okay. So that was the last time he played. So, yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. Oh, Ben. You're making this hard on me because I don't want to vote against the FinTech exchange because they've been, like, proving themselves, but yet you want to prove yourself. You know what? I'm I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say it. JTE for the win. Ooh. All right. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going Ben Goddard. The reason why I say that is due to the fact of the FinTech exchange have done great this year, but they're all rookies. JTE. Well, they no, they were all rookies. And rookie matches, you can either be playing a great competitor or a really bad competitor. And in the cases of the Finstock Exchange, I don't think the rookies that they were playing were at the top notch. I don't know how they would do against real competitors that are non-rookies. Counterpoint, John Roca beat Liz Shannon Miller. Yeah, but... I, I kind of put that one on the fact of Roka's hungry and Roka was not going to lose that match no matter what. And Liz Shine Miller did not have the fire that Roka had. And I think JTE's going to have fire too because you got to remember this is there. He's a part of the team Rushmore. He's teaming with Roka. Yeah. I what, agree. what would you do if you were Roka and your teammate lost? So you know for a fact Roka is making sure JTE is winning. I'm just going to put that all aside. I think Ben Goddard is a great competitor. I think it was the dumbest decision for him to not play last year after that Mm -hmm. loss. Because he could have become the Rookie of the Year. I mean, he was actually moving towards Rookie of the Year. If he had kept playing, if he had been put in the singles division and also in the teams division... He would have gotten Rookie of the Year, but he didn't. 
And so he his last match he played was a loss in inner geekdom, not singles. And so I am going to be leaning towards Ben Goddard. I can't wait for this match. I mean it's gonna be a great match either way. And this this week is gonna be a big week. Mainly like nothing against Jessica versus Beth, but because of my emotional investment in both Jacoby and Jacob. And with Ben versus JTE and free, well, this is just going to be a big week anyway. This is just a big. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have both agreed that this next match that we're going to do a prediction for is not going to count for a prediction thing. No, it'll just be like an added bonus if we do it. But Luke, who do you have winning the forty competitor free for all? Mm. Go. I think who I have winning this year is William the Beast Bibiani. He, Why is that? It, he has almost won it every single year. And I just think he he's hungry because he did not get to play in the horror free-for-all. And so I am leaning towards William the Beast Bibiani. Okay, so speaking of the horror free-for-all... I know, I know. That's who I have winning. I have Adam Collins winning because... After coming off of that loss, he's gonna. It, the you win if you win it, you get a title shot. That means he can go straight back to that title whenever he wants, or he can just skip the team's tournament and go. Hey, Marisol and I are fighting for the team's title. That that depends on if corruption wins the team's title. But hey, if you had a choice, I, I am curious. If you had a choice, if you were if you were the Coyote. Would you go for the teams or would you go for the singles? Singles. You go I, straight for the singles. I go teams. I understand. Well, then again, it's like Draco versus Snyder, so that might be nothing against them. Easier competition. I, I, You know why I would go with the teams? Every single time your name is mentioned, it's the singles champion and the teams champion. Wait, what are you saying? I'm saying if the Coyote went to use the title. So, okay, so what you're saying is if Adam wins later on, like wins the title, singles title later on, oh, no, then... No. no, what I'm saying is if he was the free-for-all champion and if he had a choice between either playing the, the singles champion or the team's champion, I think he should go with the team's because if he won the team's championship, he would be considered double belted, or well, he wouldn't be double belted at that time, but in his title, it would say the singles champion and the teams champion. That is true, man. But I still, I still say Adam is going to win it. I don't. But again, it all depends on when the competitors are introduced. When like now, William Bibiani, William Bibiani is. Are we really going to determine the order of all 40? No, not that. Not that. If William the Beast Bibioni wins, who, where would he use his title shot? Would he use? I feel like it's singles. It would have to be singles because no. Then again, he can save the team. Even if he loses the team, even if he wins the team match, or if he loses it, he can go straight to an automatic another teams match. Right. Hmm. That's interesting. I feel the opposite reasoning for William. Because he's won the singles. Yes, but he's not won in a, in a couple of years. And I think yeah. he wants to win it in this new generation of players. More this is, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, those are our picks. Luke, William <laughs> Bibiani, myself, Adam Collins. I will just state this. Whenever I've ever been in a free-for-all type match, me, myself, and I have only been in two of them. But whenever I've been in them, I've always won. I have not lost a single free-for-all type match. And the first one I was in was a comic book free-for-all. And I was like at the I was like entrant number two. And I and I was a William Bibiani, except I didn't lose. I was all the way and I won. Anyway. So a big head. Ugh. I have to be. I need to show my credentials. That way I could be possibly brought in FCL or the Smartdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, those are our predictions. 
I have Beth. He has Jessica. We both have Jacoby. I have Ben. He has JTE. He has William Bibiani. I have Adam Collins. Those are our predictions. And now, Luke, it's time for us to recap what you like to consider a normal week in the Smowdown. We already talked about Adam Witt versus Thomas Harper. So the next one is King Khan versus John Flickinger. What do you think of that match? I I honestly, I was, I thought Khan did a great job. He really knew his stuff. But that's hard to show your knowledge when your opponent basically gives up on the final question. Yeah. Doesn't even try. Yeah. Something else that I was on the technical side for me for I feel like Jeffrey needs to look into investing in maybe a better camera or Hey now. I know, I know, I know. But like sometimes you can work on some things on that side of it. I mean you've invested I mean you look in better. my phone. Well, I mean you look better than when we first started. I yeah. Mean, but it's cause I'm using my phone and my computer is currently Yeah, but it it was kind of I, but again but I invested in a ring light to improve yeah. it. And that's that's kind of where I go. And so I don't fully blame him there, but I just feel sometimes I just wish some of the competitors wouldn't use potatoes for cameras. But that's just me on the tech side. But then, like, like what, what are your thoughts on the actual match? Actual match, I felt Jeffrey Kahn did great. I think he still needs some growing to do. I felt he did well, but... He's still got a lot of growing up to do in the Smowdown. But with the Finstock Exchange where they're at, I think he's in the right spot. What are you what were your thoughts on Flickinger like throughout the match? He just disappointed me. I felt for him I'm excited for him to be in it, but I also felt like he was in it not because of his knowledge, but because of who Name he, recognition. Yeah, it was almost like a celebrity match in a yeah. way for him. And I don't fully blame him there. I felt he would have felt better in an FCL match. Yeah. But, and again, there's a potential for that. There's a potential for the John Dungeon after this match dropping John. Because honestly, honestly, if I were the manager and your opponent or your client basically gives up on the last question and doesn't even try... To me, like, you're not, if you're not even going to try on the last question, you don't deserve to be in my faction. Yeah, I, I'd be done. I'd be like, you know what? We're done. If, if you're not, if you're not going to at least give an answer or even give a guess instead of just saying, you know what? I, I don't know. Like, I, like, basically concede the match in that last question, then no, no, you don't deserve to be on my faction. Yeah, I, I was, I, and to all the people out there who think I'm being a little harsh right now, that's the game right now. If you're gonna play, you gotta play. Well, that's why you have the FCL for the gro the growing pains. The Schmodown is not for the growing pains. Mm -hmm. And that hundred percent. That's where my problem with Flickinger was. He was not prepared. He should've been in the FCL. And now Dungeon needs to drop him quick to pick up someone from FCL. Yeah, and if they would have picked someone. First guest comes to mind, get Jared Hybon or Haybon. Oh, yeah. I, I can't. Because Jared, Jared has proven he can do singles in the match against Abby. Well, so also at the same time, he's proven himself in IG. You I get another IG and you get it. Honestly. That's a, that's a question. But look, there, there's, there's more in the FCL. Well, there's not that many people on the free agency list. So it's one of those things where you got to look through that list and determine who you want. Anyway, the last match of the week, which was sort of the match I was hoping to be match of the week, but ended up not being, it was my second place, yeah. was Drew McQueenie versus Lon Harris. Lon Harris winning. Lon what were your thoughts on this match? Oh, yeah, Lon showed up. Drew didn't as much. I think Drew, well, <clears throat> Drew was down by two points by the end of round one. It's because Lon went perfect and he got the bonus. Well, here's something too. I think we put give a lot of credit to Drew due to his presence, but not by his knowledge. Mm -hmm. Well, even if you look at his knowledge, you. Uh, but then again, he even admitted it a little bit. Like Drew admitted it a little bit that some of the reason why he was at the top was because of Sam as his partner. 
and now Sam's his manager. And you've said you've said this off cam multiple times that you don't think Sam is the best manager right now. Well, the problem. Why don't you go more go more into depth what you mean by that? Okay, the reason why I don't think Sam's been the best manager is because, and actually, this is starting to make me rethink my thoughts on Ben Bateman being a good manager. I think his thought process is he's trying to make a show all the time as him as the manager. But he's not taking the blows. He's just making a show. He he makes Christian laugh some. I just feel like he's not helping his competitors get back into the mindset. I think he's almost the show instead of putting the show on the competitors. And we're watching this happen on each match recently where... His competitors are not doing well, and these are great competitors. They're just not having him on his on their side like they need to. Like, I'm just gonna go back for a moment. Keep going. Well, I mean, think of it this way: the Stacey Howard match. I felt that match. Kevin Smith did such a great job. I don't know if Sam helped her that much. I I don't know. I just feel like he. Christian talks about him all the time during the matches. He's doing funny things during the matches. Like, he's always being brought up more than his competitors. And it just feels like, I don't know, I've just not been impressed with him. Well, I just look back through the schedules that has existed. Usual suspects have only won one match. Or two matches. They've only won two matches. That was Amaru and Frankie Alvarez. Oh wow, that's that's not good. Yeah, but that was and, last year too, though. Last year they didn't do well at all. Yeah, and that's why they were able to get early picks this season during the draft. Yeah, I would say, which also that was your negative towards Sam. You also have negative towards oh, Winston. Oh, not yeah. not to. Not to make it seem like you're one-sided on it. No, no. I'm so mad. I'm so mad about this match. Lon could have had a TKO. It literally, points-wise, he would have had a TKO. But Winston didn't challenge when his competitor was questioning the question. If he had challenged at the moment Lon had to question the question, then he could have gotten a new question because it was a tricky question. And Lon knew the answer at the two point. But because he went down to the one point for multiple choice because the question was tricky, that Winston should have said, no, I'm going to challenge this. That's what the challenge is for. And they will have gotten a new question and it will have been a TKO by the end of the match. All right, I'm. I'm like. I'm officially. I'm not gonna argue with it on it. Like, because my thought process is that he still the question right. So why question it? Why challenge it if he got the question right? Like, if he would have gotten the question wrong, maybe then I would have been like, oh yeah, I can see what you mean. But since he got the question right, challenging it would have been sort of like, oh, what was the point? Now you're just gonna get. Another question that you may not know this time, or you may know a little bit more. But again, I see your point. He could have easily won this, but he wouldn't have gotten a TKO because Drew was able to get... No, he got his two and three-pointer right. Yes, but they were tied. They were tied after the two two to three-pointers. If he had been one point ahead, he would have still had to answer his five. At ties, the other competitor has to... uh, Play. That's true. Okay, yeah, I see it. I see what you mean now. Yeah, he will get yeah. to KO. It matters that much. Yeah. I, so yeah, that's that is Luke's analysis. Like, I really don't need to speak about this match in particular because yeah, I was Lon played very good. He he got a perfect round and he got the bonus. So he he showed up compared to his match when when it was Shazam versus Final Exam. Okay. This was a different line. Yeah, and the sad part is for us, we both picked Drew. Yeah, that's the bad thing because we were we were probably looking at that uh, that final exam match and we we're like, ah, oh, line, 
Lon's probably not going to have it. And then he was like, then he showed up and we were like, yep, okay. Well, also, Drew McQueenie, this is the difference between Lon Harris and Drew McQueenie. It's actually the opposite problems. Drew McQueenie, not based on his record, but just based on his presence, people are going to pick him. Lon, based on his knowledge and how well he's done in singles and teams, we should give him more credit. But due to his stage presence, due to his character work, we don't give him the credit that he deserves. He's actually a great competitor. We just don't give him the credit. I honestly want the delinquent character to go away. I I want him to be done with that. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired of the delinquent. Just due to the fact that it... It's it's one of those things where it was funny the first time. You're like, oh, the delinquent. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But then after a while... And like if it if you look at it and it starts getting in the way of studying and well it may not get in the way of studying but if you if from an outsider it looks like it's getting in the way and it's getting in the way of like actually playing well then you're sort of like oh I no I don't want this anymore it's not funny anymore and it's not fun I want you to go back to the professor yeah because here's the problem in the match he can't act like the delinquent so it doesn't help him any because your character has to bleed into your play. And the delinquent does not bleed into Lon's play. Other competitors, like, look at Andrew Guy. His character bleeds into his play. He's a He can be a jerk during play. Lon can't be a delinquent during play. He has to show how smart he is. And so the character can't match... And it's funny at first. It's like, oh, this dude's just playing around, this or that. But as it's gone on, it's like, no, there's a disconnect. And people are starting to lose faith in Lon due to the delinquent. Yeah, and I agree with you 100%. So, yeah, that was this week's match. By the end of the week, I wanted to point this out. The end of the week, Mm. I have gone up. Eli six, Luke five. I am in the lead again because well, let's let's look what happened. You chose the um, Finstock exchange a lot last week, and that ended up in your favor. But this week, I chose the Finstock exchange, and it ended up on my favor. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this week. <laughs> yeah, because truly, for this week, it's going to be two matches that determine it for us. Yeah, and one of them we're just even, and we've both already decided free for all is nothing for us. No, no, no. Well, it's something, but it's nothing in terms of prediction points. But also, before we go, before we go, there's something that we forgot to bring up, and that was the cutscenes for this week, which we talked about the Adam Wit Thomas Harper one, which was just a haha funny funny. The other one that was brought up was. What was the one that happened? It was with Andrew Guy visiting Mark Ellis, which that is not, was which great. was that was that was great. more of just it was similar to the Adam Witt Thomas Harper one, which was just a bit like oh funny laugh laugh. The major one that happened that sort of progressed story forwards, in which yeah, because it also was in a way of like wait I didn't think these were gonna converge they converged. <laughs> it was. It was Shandrew talking to Jay saying, hey, like Winston's finally like, he's finally got the thing that I want. And Jay's like, hey, hey, buddy, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. You don't have to worry about it. Just just go. I'm not mad. Look, trust me. I Winston's going to do great. And then when Shandrew leaves, he's talking to the camera, giving like this big monologue to the camera. And then Grace pops in. And you're like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? And then Grace says, and congratulations, Commissioner. And I'm like, Jay's the new, Jay took Clark's position? (laughs) So here is something I would like to tweet out one day, just because I might be dumb on this. What is the job of the Commissioner? Uh, What is that role? Based off of everything... Based off of everything that I've read, they're in charge of booking. Is it? But then again, the CEO 
Christian Harloff and Grace is also in charge of booking. So maybe the commissioner is in charge of making sure the rules are followed. And like, if anything, if you have a problem, go talk to the commissioner. I don't know what a commi- the no commissioner's business. Well, because what? originally when, when Christian was the commissioner, that was like the job when, yeah. like before they did the entire chairman thing, it was the commissioner books the matches. And then when he did the, oh, Sam is in charge of singles and Emma is in charge of IG and teams. Yeah, that was a time. That was an interesting time, actually. It was, again, like they were in charge of the booking and all that. And then when, um, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, what's oh, his name? Oh, oh. During the corruption phase, like anarchy. Oh, Thad. Thad, yeah. I liked how they. When Thad. When Thad was in charge, he was in charge of the booking and the contracts and all that. But then that all got dropped when, well, it sort of got dropped when um, Christian said that he was the chairman and Clark was going to be the commissioner. But then they didn't really do anything with the commissioner because, no, again, COVID. I think that was around the time when COVID no, happened. No, no, no. It was sort of, honestly, around that time, the commissioner's position was they were over the Patreon. They really Yeah, on- and that was Emma. Yeah, that was with Emma, and then Clark Wolf has done nothing as the. the... Well, in real life, but storyline wise, I bet she would. I bet if COVID never would have never happened, stuff would have happened with Clark, with the commissioner stuff, and all that, which would have put more light on what a commissioner does. Yeah, but because of everything, (laughs) and again, I don't want to say Clark hasn't done has done nothing because we don't know we honestly do not know, know. That. yeah she could have been doing stuff with the patreon that we don't know yeah but yeah this this has been this is interesting we'll see what happens in the continuing story of jay the commissioner the commissioner jay washington and the president grace hancock we salute you grace hancock and happy birthday the ken Napsock. speaking happy of grace birthday. happy, happy- birthday to the pit boss we celebrate your birthday because without you we wouldn't have had a real strong star wars division oh yeah now he 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 started it oh yeah and now star wars division might be my favorite matches of the week recently well next week after this week we're gonna have two ig matches and it's gonna be brendan hannah robert parker i'm expecting that to be great and then mike kalinowski versus alex damon so we're going to have two big IG matches coming up next week, everybody. So with that being said, this has been our show. That has been Into This Modern Galaxy. If you like this video, please like it. If you want to give us a comment, please comment down below. If you want to watch more videos and keep up to date, subscribe. Hit the notification bell. And if you want, if you love us so much on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review. Even if you don't like us, give us a five-star review. It gets people to know us, helps with the algorithm on the podcast feeds. And also, even though we don't do sponsors, it could help us with sponsors yeah. if we ever decide to do that. Here is a non-sponsor that we probably should call out is the Patreon. Be yes. a $10 Patreon because honestly, I love the Patreon in general. Yes, at the $10 Patreon tier, you get all the live events as they are happening. You get some of the matches. You get matches early, like the most recent one. The Wait, which Patreon? Which match just dropped? Just, I don't know if it was the Beth May because it was through the email. There, it, The email is basically there was a delay. It is the Beth May and Jessica's uh, scroll match. It's just there is a delay. It will probably be showing later on. They are having to do some stuff with the um cutscene yes so as you see you get the first match of the week every monday so yeah the ten dollar patreon tier on the schmodown patreon page words plus free for all you get that with the patreon yeah you're gonna get the free for all and if you go to the twenty dollar tier which we're not at the twenty dollar tier but if you were to go to the twenty dollar tier you could ask them questions you can like like, hey, I got a question for you. Here's my question. And it's like during the event, like after the match. So, yeah, that has been our show. I have been Elon McKegg. As always, my partner, Luke Sutter. You can follow him at LukeST16 on Twitter. And you can follow me 
everywhere on social media at mystery on mac again if you want to watch my tiktok on two of the original titles for batman v superman man of steel you can go do that on tiktok at mystery on mac so thank you so much everybody and until next week be nice be cool see you later buddy <laughs>